It's the voice of the one and only DJ Scream, letting you know that you are now in tune to the Casual Flex, where culture meets sports and casuals are welcome. Now here's your host, Philip Dukes. Yo, welcome to a very, very special edition of the Casual Flex. I'm your host, Philip Dukes, aka Dukes the Scoop. Catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Dukes the Scoop. And also, make sure you hit that like button and also go down there and subscribe. So tonight, we have one of my good personal friends and also one of the best high school football coaches in the country. He has a nationally ranked team. Um, I, I would probably say at least 15 Division One prospects at minimum on his team and the favorite to win the 6A state championship in Georgia at Langston Hughes. Uh, none other than Daniel Boone Williams. What's up, Boone? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, brother? I appreciate you having me on. You do an amazing job. Hey, man. Hey, you know what? I appreciate it, man. And, uh, man, it's cool that we get to do this. Um, For those that don't know, man, we go back, like, I would say probably maybe, what, 30 years probably? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Like, like before, like when Boone had the thick glasses, that was my pop back then. <laughs> back then. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Right with it. No, but look, man. So Boone, like, um, let's call it, let, let, let's cut to the chase. Boone, Auburn is recruiting at least six, seven of your players right now. Yep. Right? Yep. Um, Auburn has a new coach, uh, head coach Hugh Freeze. In your opinion, what does Hugh Freeze have to do to get Auburn into Langston Hughes and get some guys to commit? He has to um, just those these kids want to feel wanted. Okay, I often tell my kids, "Love who love you." When okay. the kids feel the love come from colleges, um, whether big or small, uh, nationally ranked or not, love love who love you. Because like I always tell my kids, you know, that coach may be gone, but if I love the university for itself and, I, you know, I visited a couple of times, I'll feel comfortable there. Right. Right. Now, that, that that's a great answer. And um, so let me ask you this. What school has – do you feel like – it can be Auburn, it can be anybody. What school do you feel like has done the best job of recruiting your players? I mean, it's it's that's that's a that's a tough question because um, different schools have different philosophies, the different ways of going about it. Um, you know, some schools um, they don't want to bombard the players, but they do a yeah. good job. In other schools, they just want to try to do what everybody else is doing and come in. I mean, like I say, let me see a school that's done a good job recruit my players. Um, Miami, um, yeah. uh, Georgia Tech. Georgia's done a good job. I mean, every open time they get a chance, they're in the building. Um, Auburn was, you know, Auburn last staff had some guys in there. Um, a lot of the SEC schools really do big. Georgia Tech, um, which Coach Knight down there, he does a good job getting in the building. Right. So just those are some of the few. No, that, that, that that's dope, the fact that uh, us being from the South Side. And um, so when we was coming up, it was hard to get that type of attention on the South Side. Mm-hmm. Even though you had, like, all type of all-world players. Like, I went to Banneker, we had D. Watts, and you went to Creekside, and you had guys like B. Glover and uh, John Geist yourself. Like, Lil' Rat, yeah. like, it was, it was yeah. a lot of guys, right? Rike. And, um, yeah. So, D. Watt. yeah. 
Yeah, so when when you think about it, what do you think the the biggest difference is between the South Side when we grew up and the South Side now, with all the attention being placed on these athletes? Um, for one, the level of play. Um, okay. the level of play has definitely increased from when we were coming up. I think the it's more athletes uh, spread amongst the South Side. Um, social media. Social That's media. one of the biggest reasons why it is what it is now. Um, cause when we were in school, we had VHSs. So how would Kansas find, find my tape? Right. Would I mail it to Kansas? And now <laughs> I could do is click a link, put it on Twitter. Oh wow, that's a nice play. Right. And it goes. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a ripple effect. Uh, when a kid gets offered, every it's all. It's like everybody down that street has to offer their kid because that's one conference. One conference lives on that street. If you offer. Everybody on that street gonna offer. Right. And that's usually kind of how it is right now. So that's a multitude of reasons why recruiting is where it is. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, I, I feel you. Um, so let's talk about one player in particular. Let's talk about uh Jelani Thurman, aka Tank. Uh so Tank, maybe two years ago, didn't have all these schools. Right now, he's probably – I know for a fact he's Auburn's top target at tight end and a lot of schools. He's committed to Ohio State right now. In your opinion, what improved in Tank's game that allowed him to become Auburn's top target and a lot of schools' top target? His athletic ability would never be questioned. I think that he came into his own – and like I, when he first got his first offer, I told him, Somebody, I said he's learned how to play long. I mean, he's six six, legit, and he learned how to play with that leverage amongst other guys and going through going around the country. And I was talking to a coach today that came in, you know, with you know saw our practice. I said he's a unicorn in high school football in the state of Georgia. You don't have many of those. He's like, man, he's long. He said he can play receiver. He's so athletic though. You know, his slim build and he's able to get in and out of breaks. His hands. He has a 4X glove, so it's so many different things he has, you know, and people often tell him he has a, top, a lot of untapped potential, and I tell him use that as motivation because potential means you haven't arrived yet. So that's some of the stuff I challenge him with right now for when he gets to Ohio State or wherever he chooses to sign with on the 21st. Right. So so Auburn has a commit from one, your safety, uh, Terrence Love. Um, a lot of teams thought that T Love may have been a linebacker, but you play him at safety and uh, Auburn sees him as a safety. What do you think are the advantages of having Terrence Love at safety versus linebacker? He is so smart. Um, T Love does an amazing job. I mean, because you got to think, um, Terrence has been a receiver for us. He's, I mean, he has receiver offers. So he's athletic enough to do anything needed. I mean, he can cover he can cover your slot guys. He can play on top. He can play the top of cover three. He can flat foot read. He can react. He can open up and burst. He recognizes uh, leverage from the receiver's routes, uh, alignment, assignment. I mean, he does so many good things. And he's 6'3", probably about two two about 214 right now. Right. Uh, and he's bigger than backers, but he is – he can play. He it's a such thing as a big safety, and he right. can play the big safety. Right. Um, and a lot of people don't know how good T. Love really was as a quarterback. Yeah, 
T-Love was, T-Love was the team. Well, I got about eight of them. When they were coming through rec league, uh, I don't think that team lost. After, that team didn't lose. And I think from 6 to 12, they were rarely scored on if or they were scored on. And right. T-Love was the quarterback that made them go win championship after championship after championship. Right. So when it comes to T-Love playing quarterback, how often do you put him in that role just to see? Because you got a guy now, like, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but you got a real guy at quarterback. But if you had to go with T-Love, do you think you can win ball games? I definitely can win ball games with T-Love. Absolutely. Mark, I mean, that kid has a 4.0 GPA. A lot of people don't know that. Right. Whatever's needed, he's going to find a way to do it and get it done. Can he throw it? Yes, he can throw it. I mean, he threw it the other day in practice, almost 80 yards. <laughs> but you know that man that threw that ball on 80 yards, boy. Come on, man. I mean, it, it was about 72. <laughs> so anything over 70 is 80. Uh, <laughs> I hear they got you. This thing, they try to hit the goalpost, the crossbar on the goalpost at practice. And he'll hit it every time you turn around. T-Love hit it again. Man. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Watch this. All right, so we going from quarterback your could be quarterback to your current quarterback in a 2024 uh prospect, Aaron Nolan. So Air has been the guy. So so we know about Air. Like in Atlanta, Air's been that guy, right? But mm-hmm. now the nation is starting to catch on. And uh he's been Auburn's number one target at quarterback for a while now. What makes Air so special, even being left-handed? And some because a lot of guys, you know, shy away from left-handed quarterbacks. But what makes him so special as a quarterback and what lets you know that he was the leader of that team, even though he was a younger guy? What makes him special? Um, he's a champion. He's a winner. Right. Uh, he has the willingness to win in everything he does. I mean, he's the guy we rally behind that kid. We've been rallying behind that kid. I mean, he's just different. When his first workout with us, he led from the front. He continues to lead from the front. I mean, he is where he needs to be on time. He's, you know what I'm saying? He, he goes to meetings still with the notebook, pregame with the notebook, with his notes. I mean, it's it's a it, he has championship behavior all mm. the time. And that's mm. that's he really does. I mean, uh, it's I mean, you go try to find knocks on him, man, he's still trying to do it right. I mean, he's a kid. You know what I'm saying? He does some stuff. But it, it, all in all, he has championship behaviors all running through his veins. That's crazy. And, uh, you know, his dad is a really, really uh, established coach in the youth league on the south side. And a, and a, uh, somebody I looked up to growing up, uh, the original heir. <laughs> uh, coach P, what we call him, the original heir. But let me ask you this. So you got all of these guys. We ain't even talked about Bo yet. We'll talk about Bo in a minute. But you got all of these guys. I mean, four stars, five stars. Like, you just got three stars. We're not even talking about the guys that haven't even met the rankings yet, like a Dontrell Glover, uh, like Lil Poppy. Like, like you got guys, man. How do you keep that team together knowing how much star power you have on the high school level? Um, um that, team, that team when I grew up together. Okay. That was a team when I my this senior class was my first year coaching. We were two and eight. Mm-hmm. We have grown together, so they understand. I come from a different. I don't come from a different. I didn't take the job to take the job, the springboard to go into other places. 
I wanted a job. I knew what the Southside community was. Right. I know what Langston Hughes could be. Um, and we talked about this when we were two and eight. I said, we're going to turn the corner. And we right. do. We're going to roll. And right. we're in the midst of that roll right now. And right. they believe. They know it. And like I tell them, I tell them all the time. I ain't going to never tell you a lie. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want you to believe me. And if we do what we need to do, we'll be fine. I tell them that every day. And right. they understand. So right now, they're hungry. Yeah, they hungry, man. Like, eat, like, and it's crazy because sometimes a lot of these kids I've seen, like, growing up, and I'm seeing them now, and the fact that I write for, like, you know, I'm writing for, I'm writing for uh 24-7, and it's like, dang, like, yeah, I never thought that I would run back into some of these kids, like, being at, at where I'm doing now. But seeing them now, it's like, man, I, you know, like when they say, "Hey, you need to go interview this kid," I'm like, "Oh, I know, I, I know him. I know his parents. I know, you know, it is it, it, wild." So, from somebody like you or somebody like me on the south side, what, how important do you think it is for them to block out the noise that sometimes we get on this side of town and 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 be able to focus on football? Uh, it's really important. I mean, like I said, I often tell them. You know, we got this thing at the end of practice, uh, LH. So we circle up around LH. And I tell them all the time, they're not in this circle, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, what, what's being said outside of what they think may happen, if it ain't man happening right here, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Matter. I believe the people in here, and I tell them all the time in the locker room, I was shooting in the gym with these guys right here. And that's right. what I'm going to go forward with. Regardless right. of what they say or do, everybody over here gets a piece of the pie. Right. Like I, I think having that accountability will help keep some of them out of trouble. Like, cause I'm, I'm watching, and uh, it was funny because I, I, I came to an event there not too long ago, and uh, I saw, I saw little Dave there, and uh, little Dave is like, you know, and I call him little Dave, little Dave big now, but <laughs> <laughs> call him little Dave. We, we talking about uh, little Dave from another bad creation, uh, the Dave recording Shift. group, and uh. I see little Dave and I'm asking little Dave. I'm like, Dave, what's up, man? I didn't know you was over here. And I asked little Dave, and I'm like, hey, man, so what? Like, how's your experience been? He was like, man, a lot of these kids are disrespectful. And I said, well, you know, I've been interviewing some kids from over here. You know, I got some guys over here. And he was like, oh, no, nah. you know, all them kids got something to live for. Boom, got to make control. And um, what type of leadership do you see from your football players that stands out from the rest of some of the uh, student population? Uh, for one, last, two years ago, we had a team GPA of 3.1. Last year, we dipped a bit to a 3.0. I think we may be hovering around, back around the 3.1 um, thing. So right. first thing first, we're academic. we're academics first. You know, we we are in the building. We in, you know, I got two kids with 4.0s right now. Um, right. I had seven kids with a 3.8 or higher, I mean, a 3.7 or higher. So academics play a part, you know, right. and we got some non-negotiables and we just move in the building, not like everybody else. Right. You know, kids can't wear hats, hoods, crocs, or slides. So right. those are some of the things that set us apart, you know, to the, to the rest of the population. They got to sit in the first three rows in the classroom. Mm. So it's things we do. That's our that are non-negotiable mandatories that I do, and what everybody in the building knows football players. Right. I mean, this is one of the top high school football teams in the state of Georgia ever. Like, and I think that you know, even though you guys are in the semifinals right now, regardless if you guys win or not, 
this is still one of the top teams and one of the top talent collections in the history of the state. So let's talk about another player. You've got an offensive tackle by the name of Jonathan Bo Hughley. Uh, Bo is committed to Georgia. And what do you like most about his game? And what do you think Bo likes the most about Auburn? Uh, about his game, Bo is a student. He's eager to get better. Um, mm. He often hears that he's raw at the position, and he's this, he's that. So he's always trying to do things to make sure he's better. His technique is sound. Um, a couple of years ago, if you watch his tape, he's grabbing people and just throwing, being barbaric, really barbaric with his blocking. Mm-hmm. Now it's more technical. He's kick, 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 catch. He's patient. He's understanding, playing the, the tackle position and what it could do for him. Right. Uh, he's a phenomenal kid. I mean, he's just eager to get better. Uh, what I think he likes about Auburn, I think he likes, for one, he likes the proximity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also loves the, the, the uh, what's the word? The family feel he gets when he goes down there. Right, right. He enjoys that. So you got another guy that was kind of under the radar for a long time, which was uh, Joshua Horton. And now he's not a surprise to anybody. So, <laughs> so I caught – we had a talk a little while ago, and I, and we talked about everybody you had. And you said, Duke, man, you didn't even ask me about Josh. And I didn't know Josh. You know, the, you know, I knew everybody else. I didn't know Josh. You said, you didn't even ask me about Josh. And you said, come see him. And I went and I said, hey, dog, bro, who's on him? And you said, nobody yet, but they coming. And you were right. Like, so when it comes down to Josh Horton, what do you think is the best part of his game? And where do you think he'll be most successful position-wise? Maybe, maybe a, 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 a five technique, a four-eye, three. Like, what do you think he'll be more, most successful in college? And And the last part of it is, what do you think Josh likes about Auburn? Um, Josh, best part of his game is ah, he had he's the most coachable kid we ever had, I've ever coached. Mm, coachable, Josh, okay. Very coachable. So if you tell Josh to step with his right foot forward and his left foot turned back, he's gonna find a way to do it because right. he's coaching. Um. His hand placement is always right. His, his technique is always right. He does a great job just being in the know of where he needs to be as coached. What you go through in practice, you're going to see on Friday with Josh. Right. Uh, I think that he is one. You know, you often see a kid and he's a pro regardless. Right. Josh is going to make it because of his willingness to do what he's told to do, man. You know, a lot of times, kids get so big is they lose sight of that josh is gonna be a pro there's no doubt in my mind right uh, what did I, I mean he's just like uh, uh, my kids have been going to auburn as groups man i got a picture from uh the recruiting assistant abby she sent me a picture and it was like maybe 13 of my kids like, <laughs> they like auburn. went down there but josh is just like the rest of them they give him a home feeling being at Auburn. Right. Like, so when it comes to Coach Hugh Freeze, what do you know about Hugh Freeze as far as his recruiting style? And what do you think he has to do? Because you got to look at it. You got Tank Jelani Thurman is committed to Ohio State. 
You got Josh is committed to North Carolina. A lot of people think that he's going to flip to Miami real soon. You got Bo, who's recruited, uh, excuse me, committed to Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. You got Air, who's got everybody in the country at him now. Mm -hmm. And, and he, he was, he literally was an Auburn lean for a long time, maybe up until now. I think everything's even. I think Texas A&M made a big impression on him. So what does Auburn have to do in order to get in the lengths to Hughes and kind of create that pipeline like it seems like they want to? They just got to show the kids they want it. I mean, right. honestly, that's the closest SEC school to our school. Right. So for them to get in the building, get the kids on campus, and continue just to showing them that, hey, we want and 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 really have coaches that recruit these players. So a lot of times schools put out offers and the right. kids get an offer and they don't hear from the coaches. Mm. But I don't really know how they feel, you know. So if 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 Auburn really wants to get in, they have to recruit the kids, you know. And I know that's you know. I mean, all right, all right, boom, let, boom, let's go here. All right, so me and you know, like, let's talk, let's talk. And I wouldn't say this, but you know, now that I can. There were some position coaches that were recruiting guys at Langston Hughes. Let's not that aren't committed. That that would you say that they weren't as consistent as other coaches when it came to recruiting? And I'm not going. We, we we can't talk about uh, T Love because Zach did a great job recruiting him. That's why he's committed. So Zach Ethers, I'm speaking about. But outside of that, do you would you agree that Auburn could have done a better job previously with uh, being a more constant? communication with some of your players? Yes. No question. I've seen what other schools have done across the country. Um, I mean, I got a West Coast school, and you would have thought it's down the street from Lexington Hughes the way they called me and text me right. any day or night, you know. So it's they they want to know. They, I mean, it's it, it's, it could have been different, you know. And, and when I say that, I'm saying that they could have really – Shown interest in these kids, and the kids don't take a lot. It don't take a lot to impress the kids. Right, they're not talkers; they're texters. Right, you know. So just have a guy say, "Hey, I'm this from Auburn, and I'm just shooting your text, just checking on you." And that's all it is. Sometimes, right. it's not a full blown conversation every time. It's just the fact of knowing it. Okay, yeah, because I hit. I, who hit you up? Shit, Auburn hit me up, or Georgia hit me up, or LSU hit me up. But when I ask the kids, multiple kids, and then they Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. They don't have any answers. Mm. See, and that's one of the things that I uh, that I was hearing. But what I will say is that what I like about what you do is you're not based on a school. You're based on a kid. You're based on who wants who and where the kid feels most comfortable. And it doesn't matter, like, you know, any prior relationships. It doesn't matter, you know, what guy you talk to the most. It matters what the kid hears. And uh, yep. I've always had a healthy respect for you in that in, in that aspect. But you've got another guy at that school who's not playing right now, and he's a four-star wide receiver committed to LSU by the name of Joseph Stone Jr. Can you tell me something about uh, JoJo's game and uh, what you like about it the most and what you think he could work on? JoJo's special. I mean, he does a lot of stuff. He does he does so much. He's in and out of breaks, in and out of cuts. Um he has ball, ball. I mean, he can catch the ball. He has ball skills through the roof. Catch radius is crazy for somebody his size. Right. Uh, 
stuff that we I mean, you can never be fast enough. Right. So we're gonna make sure he runs tracks this year, get him on the track, go drop a ten, a sub ten forty, you know, then ten eight, ten nine, ten seven, wherever you wanna go with it. That's our goal. Right. Um, so we can come back and clearly show the world what he truly is next football season. No, nah, that that's crazy. Um so while we're talking about track speed, you got a guy who committed to Jackson State, and that is uh, Robert Lockhart, uh, CJ Lockhart, Robert CJ Lockhart Jr., I think. Mm -hmm. So uh, the third, CJ the third, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So CJ Lockhart, he's uh, committed to Jackson State, and uh, I, I think he's injured right now, right? Mm-hmm. With a possibility coming back next week if we take care of business. Okay, okay. So CJ is a smaller guy, maybe about what five seven at the most, yeah, somewhere yeah, in there. When you have a guy that size with that type of speed, what do you put in your offense to take to 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 kind of take advantage of a guy like that? When CJ was in the ninth grade, I told CJ, I said, for you to be recruited to get offers every time you touch the ball, you have to score. Mm. You have to be dynamic. That's that word is what describes him. Somebody that size, dynamic. And right. he is that. You have to be dynamic with the ball in your hand. You have to be like dynamite. You're going to blow anytime he touches it. And he's, I mean, he, to this day, he still has that threat to, you never know when I'm going to pop it because I'm, I'm so dynamic. Right. And he took, he really took the challenge and he stood up to what I told him to do. And, if you go back and watch his film for years, he every time he touches, he's almost close to the end zone. <laughs> every time. He, he every has time. some of the most fun. His sophomore tape is so fun to watch. And I and, and I remember when you like tapped me on the shoulder, you said, Hey, dude, look, watch him. And I, you know, I, you know, I mean, we talk, right? But at the end of the day, like, you know, when I saw it, I'm like, he can't have another guy. But man, CJ probably has the most entertaining film of any of your guys. And uh, just seeing him dominate at that stature is crazy. So while we're talking about undersized guys, you've got a lot of them, but they're so fast. And you wouldn't be able to tell from the stats, their stature. So you have the ability to play six feet, one, six foot guys all across the board, but you're still playing the best player. What has been your philosophy in playing the best player, even though, you know, they may not be the prototypical guy that uh, that a lot of colleges want to recruit when it comes to size. Um, at Lexi Hughes, we got – we kind of – it's a standard. The okay. best going to play. The best right. going to play in any position. Right. Um, and it's not always about the best athletically, the best, you know, namesake or whatever. The best in who's going to get the grasp of the offense, the defense the best. Mm. Who's going to give the best effort. Who is going to understand the alignment and assignment and give unbelievable effort every play the best? You know, right. so those are some of the reasons and why people are on the field. Um, the best are going to play. And right. when, like I said, the best in that, that's an umbrella that spreads wide because it's multiple reasons why they're the best. Right. Nah, absolutely. So let's, let's go back to this. Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze gets the job at Auburn. When you first heard that, understanding how he – came from being a high school coach and how he uh, enjoys talking to high school coaches. And I think he offered a couple of your players. I know he definitely offered air. Um, what do you think that Hugh Freeze will bring to Auburn? 
Hugh Freeze will first off, it's a need, and Hugh Freeze will bring points. Offense mm-hmm. scores points. He's gonna score points. He's gonna score a lot of points. He's gonna be unique and gonna be dynamic. And so that's what he's gonna bring to Auburn. Um, mm-hmm. Auburn's always always had a stout defense. I mean, even in the past, I mean, they were still defensively, they were still kind of right there. But right. what they were lacking is offensively, and he's going to go get the best kids and put them in the best situations. Um, you see how he turned Malik into a draft pick, you know, right. and he came from where? Auburn. And now right. he is at Auburn. He can get that other, that next tier of kid, top tier in the country, right. um, in every position, and it's going to happen. Let me ask you this. If you Freeze would have been at Auburn the whole time, do you think some of your guys may have been committed? Yes, no question. Wow. No question. No question. When you when you think about a Hugh Freeze and you think about his offense and you think about how he talks to guys, as far as quarterback development, what do you think Hugh Freeze would be able to create around air? Uniqueness in his offense. Okay. Um, when I say uniqueness in offense. I don't know if he's ever had a lefty. Okay. So all his formations and stuff being strength to the most of the time, the de- defense's weakness, weaker side, it's going to be a strength. Um, he'll be able to get to things. Uh, a lot of times with a left-hand quarterback, your left tackle has to play right tackle. Right. Best tackle has to play behind the quarterback. So he's going to play right tackle this thing. So it's just going to give him different ways and and different formations to get to what he wants to from the other side of the field. Mm. Um, and a lot of people don't look at it like that. Man, all right, so speaking of that, uh, of that so Bo Hughley plays right tackle for you, right? Mm-hmm. Your left tackle is Dontrell Glover. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have been telling me Dontrell has probably the most potential of any lineman you've ever had. Yes, what no question. You, what do you see in Dontrell's game and I know he's visited Auburn already a few times. And what does Auburn have to do to make sure they get his name on the dotted line? Dontrell is one. He's my most – he's the meanest line. When I say mean and nasty, mean and nasty is an understatement of what Dontrell is as a football player. He is going to dominate the line of scrimmage. His guy, every time we play, we line up, he is the one, the emotion, you can see it, the energy coming from it, the effort, all that coming from it. Um, What's it going to take for Auburn? They just have to show him they love him. I mean, they got to show him they're there. He's the kid that we want. Right. He's the kid to bring into this university. They're going to make the university better. Right. That's all these kids need to feel. That's right. And, and a lot, and he's kind of under the radar, but you look at him, he has like LSU. I know Florida's been on him. I know he, uh, you know, I know Georgia's been taking a look. So it seems like people know about him, but they he hasn't blown up yet, but he's still young. He hasn't blown of, up because he is a 2020. He's 25, right? 25 kid. And I mean, you know, it goes slow. Right, a lot of right. times, the line, the line, off the line coach don't get out. So, I mean, in his position, we talk, he know it's going to happen. It's going to come to him, and he understands that. So, when it comes to guys like that, to any of the high school kids that are watching, what do you tell them about being patient and waiting and waiting on the best opportunity for them? Um, I, I often try to tell them what's for you is for you. Mm. Um, 
don't because I mean it's just like anything else. When you press, it's never gonna work. You have to be patient, let it come. I'm gonna work tirelessly. I'm exhaust all my options to make sure every football player that I have has a scholarship opportunity or an opportunity to go play at the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of times social media fights against me mm-hmm. because they, this kid is getting offered, that kid is getting offered. Why am I not getting offered? Right. And at the end of the day, it's on. Like I tell you, I had a, uh, a situation with my, one of my, I, well, I told my team about a story. Um, and basically, to sum it up, this coach, position coach at a college, I ain't going to name the college, he brought his position players in his room and he put a picture up of his family. He, he showed them the picture on the, on the, on the uh, projector and he said, if you don't perform, I, my kids don't eat. He mm. had five kids. He said, so when we're lackluster about this, we're going to – everybody's – I mean, it's, it's, it's the way the game goes. Right. Like, if you don't perform, my kids don't eat. Right. So I can't have you over playing. It's the truth. I'm going to be fired. Gone. You'll still be here, but I'll be gone. Right. That's a harsh reality of what's going on and what college football is. Nah, you're right. So this weekend, you guys are playing Rome on Friday night at Lakewood. Yep. Yep. Rome is really talented. Yep. Uh, A really good defensive lineman uh, and Steph Green going to Clemson. Uh, another guy that Auburn recruited early, uh, Martell Height, a tight end. Uh, got a cornerback that's pretty good. Uh, they get, they got some guys. What is Langston's philosophy going to be this week in order to come out victorious? And how do you keep these guys humble, knowing that they're probably going to be the favorite in every game they play? Um, playing Rome is going to be a tough task. Um, I lost. You know, I I mean, I've been up late. Um, up early watching film, up late watching film uh, this week because, like I said, they do do a good job. They got some guys. They got athletes all over the field. Coach Reed, they, those guys, they do an amazing job of getting guys in position. I mean, they've been blowing out people. They've been not giving up a lot of points. Um, so it's going to be a very physical game, and, you know, we're going to come to play. And the, the, the edge for us is we have to play nice youth football. I mean, right. at the end of the day. We got to get back to the base of what we've been doing all year. We can't go recreate ourselves in game 14. We got to keep playing like we've been doing the last few years. We've been just playing football and having fun at the end of the day. Um, that's what it's going to take. Um, how do I keep this kid, these, this team humble? This team was 2-8. and eight. So I never let them forget that. Hey, remember where we came from? Let's not go get cocky, get big, and let's understand who we are handle business and my quarterback does a good job of just got to keep everybody in the middle of the road no nah, that, nah, that, 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 that's crazy that you said that because uh, I saw a clip the other day of Eric telling everybody I guess I think it was against Woodward and he was saying like hey man we can't lose this game period like there's no option we cannot lose this game and seeing you guys being 21-21 at halftime and winning 56-28 to I said whatever happened at halftime it happened <laughs> it happened <laughs> And I, I've seen it a couple of times this year. What happens when you guys make that adjustment at Langston and the light just comes on and it's like it's a brand new team? What what happens in that halftime or or whenever that light switch goes off? Um, we get back to the basic. I mean, it's not it's not a it's not a recipe for success. Anytime we're not playing our brand of ball, I we just have to calm down. Mm-hmm. Coaches, players, 
And we have to remember one play at a time, and our goals go one and zero. So I, I'll reel them all the way back in. Hey, win the play. Right. We go one and zero this play. Go one and zero this drive. Go one and zero this quarter. We win the game. It's simple. Boom. So you know, really, like you know, some folks calling you like the Dion of the South Side, right? Yeah. Like so, when you came to Langston Hughes, it wasn't that. Just the same way that Dion came to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. I know you got some guys looking at you at, at another level. What's your plan? What's your goal? Like right now, <clears throat> do you do you see yourself becoming the greatest coach in the history of the South Side, or do you see yourself getting into the college game? Like, what's your goal? Man, you know what? I haven't even thought about it. I've been so in tune with this season, man. I I, I really don't know. Um, I love high school football. I will say that. I think that being it, being coaching the high school football, it gives me a lot of pleasure. Um, um, I don't think it's anything like Friday Night Lights. Mm. Um, I know colleges play on Saturday, so that'll be vastly different. But right. everybody at every level understands what Friday Night Light might look like. Right. So. No, nah, no, nah, nah, that's cool. So before we get out of here, I know, you know, we from the A. What the Falcons got to do to get to the playoffs, dog? Ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, the Falcons just got to – we got to make smarter decisions. I mean, the Falcons okay. have to stick with something and go with it. Let's, let's you know, hey, we, here we are midway through the season, past midway through the season. Um, you know right now if a guy's not working out. Let's try to make a change sometimes. Ooh. So you gonna swap Mariota even though like they don't even have the roster to do it. Boom. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. They might he might bring something out of him. It's a spark. You know, it doesn't matter what the spark looks like, as long as it's a spark. Right. Nah, that's dope. Boom. Tell everybody where they can find you at and where they can find your team. Uh they can find me at on Instagram, Williams D.O. Uh, Twitter, same, Williams D.O. LangstonHughesFootball.org is our school's website. And Langston Hughes Football is our Instagram. Uh, Twitter is Recruit Langston. That's where you can find about us, about me, and all the Langston Hughes news. And, and you know what, man? Shout out to uh, Big Ben. Shout out to Larry O, my partner. Shout out to Lingo Bingo. Shout out to Big Mike. Shout out to the whole coaching staff. Anybody I missed. Shout out to Langston. Shout out to the South Side. Shout out to Westlake Creek Side. And man, it was good having you on, man. Because it, it's like everything coming full circle, man. We should dream about this. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, about that, yeah <laughs> nah, for sure, man. We here now. Hey, man, make sure y'all like and subscribe. Uh, at Dukes the Scoop, Twitter and Instagram, man. Thank y'all. We out. Sure.